Hello, and welcome to the Breaking Into Business podcast with Melissa Ellis. I'm your host, Melissa Ellis. I'm so happy that you are here today to talk about the limiting beliefs or bad habits that we had to break out of in order to break into the success, achievement, fulfillment that we want in life, whether that's in business, tech, athletics, medicine, whatever it may be. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. So today I want to talk about a conversation that I had with a client earlier. This was on a group coaching call with our clients through Spa Strong. Uh, Spa Strong is a consulting company that I own with my husband, Royal, where we help spa owners and beauty and wellness professionals double their revenue in as little as 90 days through our consulting services. So on this call, one of our newer clients, she was talking about how in a recent call with my husband, Royal, he was telling her that she needs to increase her sales. And so he wants her to start doing follow-up with people who didn't purchase. So I was like, okay, awesome. So how is that going with doing the follow-up with these clients? And she said, um, you know, I really haven't done any follow-up. And I said, okay, tell me why. And she said, I just, I don't want to annoy people. Like, I don't want to piss them off. They didn't buy. They probably don't want it. Maybe they can't afford it. Like, I don't want to be bugging people. So I just smiled and I said, yeah, I totally understand that. Absolutely understand. But let's talk about the power of follow-up. So first of all, the the very first thing that I want to state is that only 2% of sales actually close, like the percentage of sales that will be closed, only 2% of them actually close after the first interaction. So the first time you talk to somebody about purchasing something, if they buy it, that's only, you know, that's one of only 2% of closings, right? The rest take place after follow-ups. 80% of closings take place between the fifth and the 12th follow-up. So if somebody is like, oh, no, I'm okay. I'm not interested. Uh, yeah, no, not right now. Um, you know, we can talk about it next time I come in. Then talk about it next time they come in because it's just a not right now. This product or this service that you're recommending to them may be everything that they need. They just aren't ready yet. Now, as you start developing sales skills and everything, then you're going to learn hopefully, and maybe this is something that we can talk about. Let, it, let me know in the comments if you want to hear more about sales. And I can definitely do some more podcasts that are specifically about sales and sales techniques and improving sales. So let's break down why sales aren't bad and why you shouldn't feel bad about following up with prospective customers or clients. So the first thing is you have to realize that sales solve problems. Unless you're a con artist, all right, which I hope you're not. God, I really hope that you are not doing sales so that you can deceive people, so that you can scam them, so that you can take their money and leave them high and dry. You're selling some snake oil that doesn't actually work. Like, please, God, no. Okay, I'm assuming, I'm hoping that what you're selling is a legitimate product or service that actually gives people results when it's used properly right? So you have to realize that you're just solving a problem when you make a, a, a purchase recommendation to anybody. If you're doing sales well, you're not just going to say like, oh, you have a pulse, you should buy this guitar. 
right? You want to make sure that what you're recommending is actually something that the client needs or wants, or it's something that they care about. It's going to solve a problem or an inconvenience or save them time. And so you want to have conversations with people. This might be a consultation. This may be just a few minutes of fact finding and just asking. So tell me what brought you in here today. Okay. Why are you looking for a leather jacket? Do you have an event coming up? Have you had a leather jacket in the past? What did you love about it? What didn't you love about it? How do you normally like to dress? Do you like full length? Do you prefer cropped? Like just getting some information on what it is that the client is actually looking for. And then you can have full confidence that what you're, if you actually listen to them, right? You can have full confidence that what you're recommending is in line with what they want that it's going to solve their problem. It's going to make their life better in some way. So if you're making their life better with that recommendation, then why should you feel bad about it? You shouldn't. Let them decide if it's the perfect solution, but you at least recommend it because you're doing your clients and customers a disservice if you don't at least recommend the solution to their problem. Don't withhold information because you're insecure, because you're afraid that they're going to tell you no. That's not customer service. If you're in a sales position, then you need to care more about serving your clients than about your own ego. So please do your clients the service of just providing a service by talking to them about what you recommend. Okay. So I, again, you have to remember that what you sell actually works. It isn't going to upset the client as long as you have asked the right questions. You know, like, yes, I have a clear understanding of what this customer needs. I have total confidence that this, whatever it is that I'm recommending is going to solve the problem or improve the situation for the client. So the client is going to be happy because they'll see results and you'll be happy because you'll have commissions or revenue, marketing assets, whatever, right? Another way to look at this is you have to be fully sold on what you're selling. People will not buy if you are not fully sold because you can pick up on that. They'll be able to tell that you're not really invested, that you're only talking about this because you're supposed to talk about it. You're not really listening to what the client needs. They're just trying to make some kind of, you know, you're just trying to make some kind of quota. And so when you are fully convicted in what it is that you're selling, your clients are gonna feel that. Like this is similar to me when I worked at Nordstrom before I became a licensed master esthetician and I was working at Nordstrom and selling Kiehl's since 1851 products. I loved it so much (laughs) that I just was excited to talk to people about it as I asked them questions about what it was they were looking for with their skin, what were the problems they wanted solved. Then I was so animated and convicted in what it was that I was recommending that people were like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll take it, right? And that attitude is a big part of what led me to being one of the top tier salespeople in my department. So you have to be sold. If you're not sold on what you're selling, get sold. Find a way to fall in love with it. Find a way to believe it so that you can fully, fully, fully believe that they are better off with you and what you're offering than without you. When you fully believe that somebody is better off with what you're offering, 
than without it, then that's going to make you feel more inclined and more motivated and more committed to following up with them. Because you don't want to let people walk away worse off because you didn't make a recommendation. Now, if they say like, oh, not right now. No, I'm not interested. Then follow up later. Do not just say, okay, cool. Never mind. I'm not going to bring this up again. No, it just may not be the right time right now. They just may have other things that they're focused on. They just may um, want some time to think about it. Like you don't know exactly what people's situations are. And if you have time, you can dive into a conversation and ask more questions and get to the, the bottom of what their objection actually is. But it may just be, I'm not ready right now, or I wasn't really thinking I was going to make a purchase right now. So I want more time to think about it, or I don't see the value yet, or I don't have the need for it yet. So when you follow up with people later on, their situations change. People's situations can change in an instant. So don't feel like just because they weren't ready to make the purchase now, they're never going to be ready. If you believe they're better off with it, if you know they're better off with what you're offering than without it, then follow up with them later on, maybe multiple, multiple, multiple times so that when they are ready to buy, you're at top of mind. You're the first person they're going to go to. They're not going to go to a competitor. They're not going to buy an inferior product and be upset because they don't see as great of results. They're going to go to you because you've stayed connected with them. And then the other thing with follow-up is people need reminders and they need accountability. For example, with where I primarily work in the beauty industry, so often clients will go into a spa or a salon and they'll say, yeah, I'm, I'm just so tired of this acne. Like I really want to get this acne taken care of. I feel terrible about myself. I'm spending so much time putting tons and tons of makeup on, trying to cover it up. Like what can we do? And you tell them what they need to do. And they're like, oh, okay. Um, I was kind of hoping that I could just have one facial and then everything would be solved. Let me just do the one facial today and then I'll think about it. They need you to be the coach. People, we're just human. We're doing the best we can and sometimes not even the best we can, okay? We are people with busy schedules with constant noise in our heads through the argument we had with our partner last night and the stress that we have at work and the garbage that we saw on social media and is there a recession and I've got to go and buy cat food and oh my gosh, I'm too tired to get out of bed. I'm not going to brush my teeth. I'm just going to go to sleep. Like how are we even walking around with our clothes on straight, right? Like we're just crazy wild people and just trying to figure out life. So if you're in sales and you're solving a problem, then you may need to assume the role of their coach to help hold them accountable to the problem that they said they had. Listen, I totally understand that you want to do a facial today. Absolutely. We can totally just do a facial today. But you were just telling me about how difficult it is for you to get up at work and give presentations when you're feeling so self-conscious about your acne. I want to help you feel confident. I want to help you feel incredible about yourself so that you never hesitate to get get up and you get promoted and all these amazing doors opened for you so that you perform better at work. So let's do a facial today, but I am going to have you go home with some product. And then I want to see you back in two weeks for a chemical peel. And then if they're like, no, 
you're like, okay, talk to me about why. Because I know you were just saying you want to solve this problem. Ask hard questions. Ask them to explain themselves. Because now you've assumed the role of coach. Because they came to you with a problem, whether you are in the beauty industry or you're in medicine or tech or uh, you're a, a CrossFit coach, like whatever it may be. They showed up at your establishment or on your calendar because they have a problem and they thought maybe you could have the solution to that problem. If you have the solution to that problem, then coach them towards solving it. Give them reminders like follow-ups or reminders to stay on track with what they said they wanted to accomplish. You don't need to feel bad about that. Again, if what you're offering actually helps, if you know that they are better off with your offer than without it, then reach out. Hey, I was just thinking about you. Hey, I know that we talked about you getting into this 2023 Lamborghini Urus. Are you ready to turn every head in your neighborhood? Let's go. You know, like it's okay for you to reach back out to people. This isn't you forcing them. This isn't you coercing them. This isn't you, again, trying to con them or scam them or anything else. This is you providing a solution to their problems. So help people stay accountable by following up with them so that they'll actually decide like, yeah, you're right. I need to step up, handle my shit, and I'm gonna solve this problem with your product right here and now. Where do I sign? Here's my card. Let's go. Okay. So while you've been listening to this, I, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on sales. Like, do you feel nervous about having sales conversations? Is sales a part of your job right now? I'd love to hear if you have questions about follow-up or if you're like, no, Melissa, follow-up is horrible. You should never do it. I want to hear if you disagree and I want to hear why. So please leave me a comment or send me a DM on Instagram. That is at Melissa Ellis. Again, it is Melissa without the apostrophe. So it's at M-L-I-S-A-E-L-L-I-S. I look forward to hearing from you and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.